It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's 17 away from 10 o'clock here on SENZ. Ricardo and Kempe with you for breakfast, thanks to the Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances. And uh, joining us now out of Melbourne is a man who wore both the Storm jersey and the Warriors jersey. He spent a lot of time at the Storm as well. He was football operations manager there for four years as well. Now working as a commentator for the ABC and for Puma as well. Uh, Rhino, Ryan Hoffman joins us out of Melbourne. Thanks for getting up bright and early, my friend. Yeah, no worries, Ricardo. All good, mate. Uh, mate, now, uh, uh, big game today. We're hearing hearing that the sold-out signs have been put up at Amy Park. That'll be the first time in a long time. Yeah, look, it's amazing. It's going to be an amazing time in the precinct down here in Melbourne because you've got the sold-out sign for the Rugby League, the sold-out sign for the AFL playing across the road, and to kick the day off, there's a there's a netball game being, being played at um, that's sold-out as well. So, look, it's it's just a f- fantastic time. And, uh, look, Melbourne um, and the Warriors really pride themselves on, on the day that, that they, they get to play and how the game is actually played. So it's, it's a great occasion. They played for the Mike Moore Trophy too, Ryan. It's Kimpy here, mate. How how do you think the Warriors have been tracking so far this year? Oh, they've been tremendous. They really have. They've been, I think personally, the, the form team of the of the competition. And um, you know, for for the for the Warriors, yeah, the, the question the question marks over the years have been: could they grind out tough wins? You, you don't get get a tougher win than what they did against Cronulla a couple of weeks ago. So, look, um, Andrew Webster's done some fantastic jobs. Uh, so done a fantastic job getting the best out of these Warriors players. Most importantly, get the best out of Shawnee. And um, I, th- I think you know, Sean's been been one of the form players of the competition, which isn't a surprise, has coincided with how well the Warriors have gone. And, um, yeah, to add to your point before, yeah, the, the Michael Moore Trophy is something that's very special and dear to the heart of um, the Melbourne Storm people, and certainly the, the Warriors people have, have embraced it uh, as well as, uh, as a special trophy to play for. Uh, Ryan, looking at your old position on the, on the edge there, the second row, it's uh, Trent uh, Loyero and Elisa Katoa up against Jackson Ford and Marata near Corde. Uh, looks like a, a, a position on the field that could really go some way to determining uh, the outcome of this game. How do you see those two sets of second rowers matching up? Yeah, look, it's it's a really good good matchup. I think you you got your real toilers in Liero and Ford, and then and then you, you've got your players that can really break a game open, like Niakore and Katoa. And look, I, I think Katoa's been a great boy. He's really starting to, to to gel with his half. It was a bit disrupted there when Hughesy got got suspended, um, but he's been fantastic. And you know, Niakore's been. I remember when playing with him actually at the Warriors when he was only a really, really young kid and to see him come back such a mature player and a really top-quality back rower. 
um, you know, it, it's, it's really good to see. But you, you're right that that's going to be definitely one of the matchups um, of the of the game. Also, yeah, choose against um, Sean Johnson too. Very, very good Kiwi quality halves. Hey, Ryan, you, you know yourself the importance of NRL experience and you lost plenty with uh, Kafusi and the, and the Bromwich boys and Brandon heading up to Sydney City. What, what um, do you think really is the is the main issue there at Melbourne at, at, at the moment? Is it that you haven't got that experience or is it because you haven't got Ryan Peppernows and playing at fullback? That simple. No, look, I, I think it's just been that they've struggled a bit to get their combinations in with a with a mix of um, suspensions, with a mix of the sort of injuries for, to a few few players. With they've just been a bit disjointed, um, I think in in the halves. You know, Munster was injured for a couple of weeks, and then Hughesy got suspended. They had um, Jonah Pezzett in there for a bit, so it's just been a bit a bit of a disjointed start to the to the storm this year, and they, they probably haven't handled the best as, as what they probably would have thought. But once once they get some continuity, um, I, I believe that they will start to um, just play a bit more Melbourne Storm, like to just get, get a bit more of that rhythm. Look, Ryan, Ryan Pappenhausen is certainly a miss, but look, I, I think Nick, Nick Manny does does the job at fullback with a plum, and uh, you know he's he's been a great boy. And look, I, I don't think they're missing a Pappenhausen is is a reason the Storm have looked a bit clunky at this stage. I think it's more so a bit of a disjointed partnerships. Yeah, and what what's what um, have you has impressed you about Will Warbrick? You know the young New Zealand sevens player that's come back and, and playing on the wing for you. Yeah, look, Will Will's a funny one. I, th- I think he, when he when he came, um, everyone saw the size of him, saw his speed. You know, they, oh, geez, we're we going to throw this kid in straight away. But you know, Craig was really really patient with him, make sure he, he had a full year in reserve grade just to get a full feeling of the game and understand what it's all about, get his body to rugby league conditioning, I suppose, which is much different to, to sevens conditioning. Um, but I, th- I think that slow and steady with him has set him up for a really strong year. I think if they would have thrown him a bit too early, we might have seen Will sort of bit in and out, a bit unsure on his positioning. But because he had that full year of reserve grade to understand the game and to un- understand his role, um, look, he's he's been tremendous. He's, he's like when you got him and Xavier Coates um, bringing the ball back and plays one and two. They've got two big front rowers, and his his finishing. I think um, you know his, his finishing has been great with it, with a couple of tries that he scored. So look, he's, he's only going to go from strength to strength. And when you have big wingers like that bringing the ball back on, on those early tackles, it certainly uh, can get you set off to a good start. Ryan, you know Craig Bellamy pretty well. Uh, it's supposed to be his last year, but it feels <laughs> like this is a transition year. This is a year where he's going to have to use every trick he knows to get this team to top four uh, and then look to build from there because it's, it, you know, it's the evolution of the storm after all those players that Kempe talked about uh, had left. What chance Bellamy goes around again next year? Look, honestly, your guess is as good as mine. I, I, I think I've heard. I, I think I've heard this is his last year for about five times. So, <laughs> look, he um, look uh, uh, what Craig does is he likes a challenge. He he, he really likes a challenge, and he certainly has a, as a as a challenge this year. Um, you know, if, if you look at the players, like every team loses players, but obviously the, the Storm have, have lost a couple of uh, quite a few players over the same. The last five years that have really been mainstays in, in, in the Storm lineup, but he, he likes the challenges. And there's some good young kids coming through. So, look, if I if I had to make a guess, I think he will go around one more time. 
I, I, I'm not basing that on anything. It is just, I'm just, you know, at, at, a, at a total guess. I think he, he will go around again. But if he doesn't, his fingerprints will, will still be very, very um, all, all over the storm as he will he will see a, a, a transition phase for, for a new coach. And look, maybe he might see next year as that transition phase where he is still the official head coach, but let's, whatever coach is taking over, just take a bit more of a role. So, look, I, I wish I had, had an answer for you guys. I, after the game tonight, I might ask him, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting to see because, obviously, we, you know, at the West Tigers, I know, I know that's a bit of a dumpster fire at the moment, but they've got the transition plan in place, at least, uh, with Sheenzy there with, with uh, you know, a couple of young guys coming through and Benji Marshall, uh, Robbie Farah's potential coaches. Uh, I mean, who do you see is around that could take that mantle from Ballyacre if he does bow out next week, next year? Yeah, look, there's been a lot of conjecture about this. Uh, obviously, Jason Riles is a, um, is, is a, you know, one of, one of the front runners, I suppose. That's what's been banded about in the media. Riles, he coached at the Storm for a very long time. And that, that's the thing I think we're going to have to, we, we, we know the next coach in the Melbourne Storm is going to be a Melbourne Storm person. Um, it, it's going to be someone who, Played and/or coached for the for the club, so there's, there's a few of those coaches around. Obviously, Jason Rolls is one. Uh, Mark Brentnell, son of former um, Greg uh, football f- football manager, yeah, Greg, Greg, Greg Brentnell. He's turned into a very good, young, very very good young coach, and it's certainly very impressive. Also, you got the likes of um, Michael McGuire, Brett White do, doing some some coaching. But for for, for me, I, th- I think it, it might come down to. Uh, to a three of um, Jason Rolls, Mark Brenton, or Michael McGuire. Yeah, well, my pick is on Mooks, uh, Billy Slater, and Cameron Smith getting back uh, getting back together on that one. But hey, just before I let you go, can you can you sort of just what what's the big change this year that you've looked at the game and thought, man, that you know they need to really sort this out because at the moment the amount of synonyms and the amount of interpretations I think are getting out of hand. For for me, it's the moment whenever a player apparently looks injured, it means that something illegal has happened and someone has to go to the bin. That's 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 what what it, what it seems like to me. Like this, this hip drop tackle is is an absolute fast, to be quite honest, because mm. this is a tackle that's only been come about. Um, that's been given a name for some reason. Someone come up with a name for it, but this this hip drop tackle has come about because the game has become so fast and over such a quick period of time. Players are fatigued when they're making a ta- when they're making tackles, and technique goes out the window. So technique goes out the window. You don't get rewarded for making a good solid tackle around the legs anymore. So players have to tackle higher and then try and bring the players down around the legs because if they go immediately down the legs, as soon as the player is tackled, the referee calls let go. So there's no reward for around the legs tackles. So players are getting tired tackling up high and then trying to slide down and make those tackles. There is such a thing in rugby league as an accident. Not mm. every not every injury in this game is due to um, an illegal play. I just I just think this this hip drop tackle has become an hysteria. I don't. It's not something we're going to be able to stamp out of the game because it's been going on in the game for hundreds of years. As long as there's been tackles, there's been incidents where players get caught up and fall on the back of players' legs. Right, um, right, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm quite strong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, up, so are we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick that up. <laughs> I tell you, if I wasn't tuning into Kempy's commentary tonight on SENZ, I'd be tuning into yours on the ABC <laughs> to hear that, how, how that cranks out, mate. Hey, uh, just finally, mate, before we let you go, uh, we've seen a couple of massive comebacks in the NRL this season. The Warriors at the Sharks, and then this round, the Dolphins at home against the Titans as well. What do you reckon's been the best comeback? 
Oh, the 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 Warriors against Cronulla because Cronulla was still playing good footy. Um, I, I, I don't know what happened in the in the Titans game, but they just they just put their put their feet up and just stopped playing footy um, in, in that game against the, the Dolphins on the weekend. But from from that Cronulla Warriors game, and I watched it from watched the whole game. I was I was really into it for the Warriors to come back whilst Cronulla was still playing some really good footy. Um, that that was that was just a team that didn't try and do anything flash. The, the Warriors just did what it took to get themselves back in the game, and they just kept on improving every set. Every set. It wasn't the big play that was going to get it out of them, uh, get, get them out of the game. It was going to be the plays of them just being consistent with it and breaking Cronulla down. And geez, it was a good game of footy to watch. Yeah, good in stuff. The wet too. Yeah, 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 good stuff, Ryan. Hey, listen, mate. Thanks very much for your time on Anzac Day, mate. Enjoy uh, tonight at Amy Park. Uh, have a great call, and uh, look forward to chatting to you again soon, eh? Good, good on you guys. Thanks very much for having me. Yeah, anytime. Ryan Hoffman there with us. Uh, coming Great up chat. to 10 o'clock, Kempi. Uh, give us a prediction. You got a prediction for tonight? Uh, yeah, I'm actually leaning towards Warriors. Warriors? Yeah. Okay. I think the Warriors will get it. It'll be nothing on it. The Roosters and Warriors doubles. Is that what you're doing? 100%. 100%. There you go. Follow them in. Follow them in, people.